Welcome to another episode of our Mental Health Moments. My name is Linda Gallick. I'm the Health and Wellbeing Consultant at Bell & Health, and I am so pleased to welcome today uh, uh, one of our licensed behavior health therapists. We're welcoming Hannah Bauer today. Hi, Hannah. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So glad you could join us today. Yes, I'm very excited. <laughs> good. Good. Well, Hannah, I just wanted to um, start out by maybe getting to know you a little bit and for our audience to get to know you a little bit. Why don't you tell us um, a little bit about yourself, uh, how you started in this field, your your background, and uh, how you maybe ended up at Bellin. Sure. All right. So um, my degree, my master's is in social work. And so I did a lot of internships um, in mental health. And then I transitioned once I graduated. I worked inpatient for Bellin for close to five years. So I was able to get my hours and become fully licensed. Um, and that was really helpful because it exposed me to a lot of different things. Um, so I'm really comfortable now that I'm outpatient dealing with just a wide variety of things. So my practice, I see kids as young as about five or six, and then all the way up to, I think my oldest patient is like 97. Um, so <laughs> wide variety. Wide variety. Yes, <laughs> which is nice for me. Um, in terms of specialties and things like that, I work a lot with families. Um, I work a lot with anxiety, depression, a lot of trauma just because of my background in the hospital. Um, I do couples, I do individual, I do kind of a lot of things. I'd say half of my practice is probably adolescents and then young adults to the elderly um, and kind of just general life stressors. I, I'm seeing a lot more people coming in that just want the extra support. There's no exact crisis that's happening. They just, you know, are on kind of that path to wellness. Um, so they just want that extra person that's not connected to them that can just give them that perspective. So that's, that's nice to see. Well, and how wonderful, because one of our goals with the this series is to just really normalize that um, all of us mm -hmm. sometimes need some assistance and in terms of yeah. mental health and how wonderful that people are reaching out for support. Yeah, it's a very nice transition, you know, because it's I mean, it's great to help mm -hmm. someone in crisis because mm -hmm. it's very clear that the help is needed. But it's really nice to have someone that's just like, I don't have anything particular going on, but like, what's your perspective on this or even just to sit there and then they can kind of process through or talk through whatever it is because most of the time they know what they need to do um, they just need someone there to like hear them and just give them some encouragement so yeah. that's nice you know it's almost like another component of preventative medicine right like yes. we talk about we we do preventative screenings and, and we take care of ourselves in that way and I love that people are doing that for themselves in yeah. terms of mental health too Yes, yes. And then starting to even see like parents bringing their kids in in that way also. So you can definitely see that there's a shift so that kids are going to, mm -hmm. you know, grow up in an environment where therapy is normalized and it's just kind of a part of keeping yourself okay. That's great. That's yeah. great. Well, we wanted to take some time today. So um, Hannah and I are here in Wisconsin. If you're listening outside of Wisconsin, maybe this isn't the case for you, but winter <laughs> arrived with a vengeance here in Wisconsin this week, and uh, it continues to do so. And so we really started to talk about really the effects 
um, of winter on mental health and, and what that looks like and maybe what people can look out for and how we can take better care of ourselves. Because if you are in the Midwest, you know that this is the beginning and, and we have several months um, that this is going to be our season. So we wanna talk about what, what we can look out for and uh, maybe some tips and tricks and, and get some information from Hannah today. So Hannah, let's talk about, <clears throat> You know, obviously people people know that winter is going yeah. to hit at some point, but <laughs> this week it it really did. So what do you notice um, in in your patients or in your practice when winter comes? So across the board, winter's hard for you know almost everybody. Um, mm -hmm. even though the beginning of our winter was even mild, which I think most of us were pleasantly surprised by for people that love being outside and doing all the winter activities like, they were quite disappointed by that, you know, and then now this week, it's just a lot of cold and a lot of snow and that's really inconvenient and it's frustrating for a lot of people. Um, so something that I notice is just that general, especially this time of the year, just that lull. People are a little bit more tired, a little bit more irritable, tendency to get mm -hmm. sick. Things are just not yeah. what they want them to be, you know, and I think it's really important throughout the year to have little check-ins with yourself just so you know more clearly like what your baseline is because sometimes for a lot of people it kind of sneaks up on them and then you're in the middle of this like depressive feeling and you don't know how you got there you just feel it so if you know ahead of time like how your body's going to feel if you are going to be a little bit more tired if your body's a little bit more achy you notice that your motivation is a little bit less that's a good indicator that okay the seasons are changing it's less light outside we don't have a lot of sunlight, you're probably affected by the changing of the seasons and the weather. Um, and same with kids. You know, some kids love being outside and this is a great time for them. But for some kids, they're inside a lot. And that's depressing. Mm -hmm. That's frustrating. And you might see a lot mm -hmm. more behaviors that previously you hadn't seen. So for kids a lot, especially I'd say like maybe 12 and under, what you're going to see is just like problematic behavior, right? A little bit more irritability, maybe a little bit more defiance, just a lot of pent up energy. Um, the older you get, I think you just, you feel it more and it's going to come out as just irritability, not wanting to do as much stuff, maybe a little bit more withdrawn. Just it's hard to find the joy in just those little things that before was a little bit easier. Um, so that's something I try to encourage people that I see just to pay attention to yourself because if you know that something's wrong, like you can do something about it. And the sooner you recognize that, the easier it is to deal with, because it's really hard to pull yourself out when you're already in the middle of it. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the things that we hear a lot about too, and we may be feeling ourselves, is kind of that lack of daylight that goes with with this time of year. What is yeah. what is going on with us as human beings? What does What does this lack of daylight like do to us? I think it throws us off a lot, you know, mm -hmm. and you couple in daylight savings. So just that shift in the timing, it's, it's a lot. And I've noticed this year for whatever reason, I don't know why it was different, but a lot of people really felt off and still continue to feel like something is just not falling into place. Um, so I really encourage people, especially in that fall time to schedule a doctor's appointment in the middle of this time of year, just so that you know, what's going on. If you need more vitamin D, if you need to be taking some vitamins, you know, if mm -hmm. there's something going on in your body that would make you more prone to certain sicknesses and things like that, you want to know that ahead of time so you can accommodate for that sooner. 
Um, and two, as much as it's difficult, like just trying to get outside even for a little bit. I mean, it's hard to get mm-hmm. some of those sunny days, but they also make those um, like those sunlight lamps. I know those mm-hmm. are becoming a little bit more popular that people use, especially when you're working all day inside. Um, and if you have your own desk, that's really been nice. Um, but yeah, it's just, and it's cold. So if you have aches and pains, it's going to feel worse. You know, the cold is just, it's hard on our bodies. The lack of sunlight is really hard on our bodies. It's hard for us to tell like when it's, when it's nighttime, when it's daytime, because the sunlight does not hit us very early and it gets Mm -hmm. so dark so soon. So even just productivity in terms of getting things done around the house, once it's 4.30, you know, whereas in the summer, yes. that's fine. But when you get in the winter, you're just like, okay, I'm ready for bed. <laughs> like, I right. don't want to do anything anymore, you know. And a lot of people are critical of themselves when it's so normal. It's so natural mm-hmm. because there's not a lot mm-hmm. of sunlight. Your body is already starting to wind down. That's just naturally mm-hmm. how it goes. Um, mm-hmm. So that's something I try to remind people. Like, just be kind to yourself. Winter is hard. Your body's going to behave a little bit differently because it's supposed to. You know, you're not doing anything wrong. Yeah, and I really appreciate that you're 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 telling us that because I think you're right. People are really hard on themselves and oh, I'm not getting enough done and I'm not doing enough. And yeah. but truly your mind and your body are reacting to yes. the the lessened hours of light. Mm-hmm. We're not getting direct sunlight very much at yeah. all because um, yeah. maybe we're outside a bit, but not as much as we would be in the summer. Right. That all adds up. Yeah. And like even just the types of food that you eat, you know, it's more mm-hmm. it's heavier mm-hmm. and it's more comfort foods in the winter. Mm-hmm. And like if you have holidays and potlucks and things like that versus in the summer where you are just you naturally eat a little bit lighter. Maybe you grill out a little bit more. You have a garden and you're eating all those fresh vegetables. Mm-hmm. It's it's just it's all different. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things I seem to hear a lot of um, kind of this time of year, like people are coming off of that post-holiday time. And we know that holidays can can bring up all sorts of emotions. But, you know, mm-hmm. I hear like, oh, you know, now the holidays are over and I have nothing to look forward to. Or, mm-h. you know, people are maybe disappointed with how their holidays went and, and they weren't as fulfilling yeah. as they had hoped for. What are your what are your thoughts on that? Like how how do how can people help themselves kind of manage through those those thoughts? Sure. I think at the beginning is maybe adjusting the expectations for the holiday. You know, you see a lot, you get bombarded with commercials and the expectation that it's a lot of family time and it's wonderful and it's warm and you just are welcomed and it's this wonderful, loving experience. That's not the case for a lot of people, you know, and I think we build up in our minds that it has to be this wonderful experience when for some people it's just a day, you know, and maybe it's a day that they're dreading because they have to spend time with people that maybe don't love and appreciate them in the way that they deserve. So I think at the beginning part, it's just adjusting some of those expectations and being honest with yourself. Like if you have to subject yourself to something that's not going to make you feel good, maybe you don't have to do that, you know? And then on the other end, it's if you've had an unpleasant experience, it's allowing yourself to cope. It's allowing yourself to acknowledge like, that is not what I expected. That's not what I wanted. I need to take care of myself. If you have to take a day off, if you have to take a step back and just pamper yourself, do something for yourself that you know Mm -hmm. will make you feel good, do that. You know, you don't need anyone else's permission to to do those things for yourself. Um, I encourage a lot of people to try to plan something kind of 
you know, a few weeks after the first of the year, because I think mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year, everyone has such great intentions and they have these resolutions and it's exciting, but it only really takes a few days before it, that wears off. And it's just, we're in winter. So, um, I encourage people to take maybe a couple of days off, like do a staycation or just mm-hmm. plan a vacation if they're able to, or maybe you schedule certain times that you check in with family or friends that you'd like to see with technology. Now, like you can FaceTime, you can see people, you can connect in that way. And sometimes you need things, especially in the winter, just to be scheduled. So you have something mm-hmm. to look forward to every few weeks. Um, and if you, yeah, if you can, if you can get away and take a break from all of the winter and the lack of the sunlight, definitely do that if you're capable of doing that. You know, mm-hmm. we, we need the break. You need the break. It's it's hard. It's stressful. And it's a lot of work getting through because there's no specific end date. I think like in our heads, mm-hmm. if we know like, okay, mm-hmm. this is just 12 weeks, like we can power through, but it's not just 12 weeks. You know, winter can start early and it can end really late and it's it's hard to keep going. So just anticipating that at some point, you may burn out at some point you may be sick for a few weeks and that's going to take a lot out of you. So Mm -hmm. just planning on even just planning on taking some of those sick days, maybe they're not scheduled, but not feeling so guilty when you have to take a day or two just, just to take care of yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And I really think, you know, we, we talk about some of that self-care and some of those good habits Mm -hmm. and even just kind of touching on what you were saying, like planning things. And and maybe, maybe you're not in a situation where you can take a big vacation, but you still can plan things to look forward to. So maybe it's a game night with friends, or maybe it's going to the movies with your kids, you know, just some things that, you know, oh, this is something I can look forward to. And if you kind of sprinkle those throughout the winter, that can yeah. keep you moving forward. Yeah. And I think for some people, like the idea of self-care is like you're doing something, but maybe it's taking a step back and you're saying no to things. You know, maybe you have mm-hmm. something that previously you had been looking forward to that maybe does take a couple of days, but you're just like, I am not feeling it. And it is so stressful even just to think about getting ready to do this. Maybe you mm-hmm. say no this year. You know, like sometimes self-care is just putting yourself first and saying, no, thank you. I've I can't do that. I don't have the capacity to do that right now. And that's okay too. Mm -hmm. You know, it's that time of year where people do like to do those resolutions and say, Mm -hmm. I'm going to take better care of myself. Um, And also, you know, potentially some of those healthier habits can also help us kind of combat some of what goes on in the winter. So what are your words of advice if if people are are doing that, thinking about doing that, setting up some goals or some some better habits for themselves? What are your tips to to help them be successful with that? Sure. So usually it's really helpful to break down goals into smaller tasks. So even mm-hmm. if it feels like it's a pretty simple goal of, well, I'm just I'm going to exercise more. Like you have to break that down. Like what does more look like? How often realistically do you think that you can exercise? How long do you think you're going to be able to do that and create a smaller starting goal of maybe, maybe it's a half an hour once a week and seeing how that feels and how that fits into your life. And then building from there. I think the mistake that I see is that you have very well-intentioned goals, but it's, it's hard to follow through. Life is busy. And then you get frustrated, you get disappointed, and then you feel like you're doing something wrong because you can't achieve this goal if it seems so simple. Realistically, these goals need to be broken down a lot more um, and shared maybe with one other person that can be kind of an accountability partner. 
Yeah, I love that idea too. Um, you know, and definitely the smaller the smaller chunks mm-hmm. um and and keeping things realistic because sometimes people go from I haven't worked out at all and I'm yes. gonna go to the gym five days a week yes. at five thirty in the morning. Yep. And then it's all like of a sudden <laughs> by about the fourth day they're so sore they can't move. Yeah. Um then they miss yes. a day, they beat themselves up. Okay, so yep. you know, how can we start things that are smaller? Um yeah. and and accomplish that for a week or two and then mm-hmm. continue to build on that. People yeah. are much more likely. I, I think I read something the other day that said really like 90% of our of our lifestyle is based on our habits. Mm-hmm. So yes, it's definitely worth it to work on yeah. your habits and, and set some goals to yes. improve. But as they always say, Rome was mm-hmm. not built in a day. Exactly. And so we we have to take <laughs> some time to do that. Yes. Yeah. And recognizing like what is a habit, you know, because I think there's a lot that we just accept as part of our lives. And really, it's small choices that we're making every day that we don't realize we're making. And there's room for change in all of those small choices if you wanted to. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. So then, you know, in in terms of of the winter blues and the winter depression, you know, I, I think we all certainly, you know, feel that from time to time. How how do people know when they should seek out further help or, or further, you know, medical treatment? What sure. what are those indicators? How do people know if if it's more than just eh, it's winter and I'm sure. I'm bummed because it's winter? I think sometimes, even if you're having that thought of like, is this something different? You know, that first indication that like this feels different. I'm a little bit concerned. It it doesn't hurt to even just go in, schedule an appointment, go in for that first assessment, and then. For some people, it's just being told, like, no, your feelings are normal. Like, these are some of the things that you can do. And then they're good with that. You know, I think that first indicator that whatever feeling that it is that you you're wondering what is going on, it's always helpful. Like, even if it's just going to your regular doctor and saying, I'm feeling these Mm -hmm. things. Is this something Mm -hmm. to be concerned about? Just hearing from someone else, like, no, you're feeling normal things or like, yes, this seems mm-hmm. like it's something that's concerning you. I'm a little bit worried because it's been lasting for a long time. Like, why don't you go in and be seen? Um, I think it's just always helpful yeah. to get some outside input. And if there's people that yeah. are close to you also, if they notice a change, if they're like, hey, you've, you've seemed off a little bit, like what's going on? You take some time to reflect and be like, oh, I, I have been off. Like, I, I don't know what's going on. Then, you know, it, it's it's always a good idea, you know, to to ask for help whether it's professional or not, if it's a doctor's appointment, that's a good first step because they can always throw in that referral. Some offices might have someone there that you can just touch base with really quick and you can get some of that information. So yeah, anytime that you you have that, like just that pause where you're like, oh, what's going on? I think that's a good indication that you should reach out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think if people are really noticing, it's a prolonged thing, right? It's not mm-hmm. like a couple of days of feeling a little funky. It it goes on for a long time. It really starts to interrupt what you yeah. normally would be doing with your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some indicators. Yeah. A lot of people have described it like you're just in this state of, yeah, just like pause, like you're stuck, like everything's kind of happening around you, but you just like, I can't do anything. You know, which again, yeah, that would be that would be a good reason to just even just talk to somebody. You know, it doesn't mean that there's some fix or you need to go on medication or like something really horrible is happening. It just means you might just need a little assistance right now. And that's pretty normal. That's okay. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So sometimes people ask us too, like if there's any like apps that we recommend because there's an app for everything, right? So mm-hmm. when people are when people yes. are feeling kind of blue or they're struggling a little bit, um, they're stressed out because of winter. Any apps that you would recommend for people? Sure. Um, and I think it depends on the goal, right? Like if it's more to connect with people, I mean, there's a lot of just free apps that people can download just to connect with other people and just talk. Um, But in general, there's a lot more of the mental health apps or just the mental health and wellness apps, Um, Headspace or Calm, Mm -hmm. things that can assist with just some of the guided meditation and just kind of grounding yourselves because sometimes that's what you Mm -hmm. need when you're really stressed. Um, I know one that people really enjoy is Finch and that would cause, so it's, a little, I think it's a little bird. Um, and so like several times throughout the day, it kind of checks in with you. And then you obviously are checking in with yourself to respond to some of the prompts and, um, just kind of based on your actions and how you interact with this bird, like it allows it to like decorate its nest and like to grow into these different things. And people, it seems silly because you're just like, it's this pretend bird, but people really, you really enjoy it. You know, it just gets you out of your head a little bit and it gives you a purpose to doing some of these things that, you need to do for yourself but when you can kind of focus it on something else it comes a little bit easier yeah yeah love that and it's kind yeah. of a little creative outlet too right yes. like the the yes. the building of something or creating yeah. of something I even mean, if it's yeah. the app doing it for you there's something yes. there's something energizing yeah. about creating something yes yeah. Love that. Yeah. And a lot of people too, like you're inside more. So like even like the paint by numbers, I mean, you can do that on your phone also. You don't necessarily mm-hmm. have to go out and get supplies. There's, like you said, there's apps for everything. So even really sometimes is. just taking the time and if you have like this random inkling of, oh, I wonder if this would be interesting. See if there's an app for it. Try it out. There's so many free apps for so many things. It's not going to hurt to try. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Well, anything else you wanted to share with our audience? Anything else that you wanted to include today? Um, Other things you want people to know? I actually, I don't think so. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, Hannah, we really appreciate you doing this segment with us. And hopefully um, you're going to be seeing more of Hannah um, (laughs) in episodes to come. And we're going to pull in some of uh, Hannah's colleagues as well. So some new exciting stuff on the horizon for mental health moments. So you'll want to stay tuned for that. So thanks for tuning in today. Please like, subscribe, and share this podcast. Otherwise, thank you, Hannah. And uh, have a great day, everyone.